Yo, what is going on, guys? What is going on, guys? We got Abby Swayze in the building. Abby is a student of ours in PTBI, and she has such a radical transformation in her story. Her life has done a complete 180. Uh, she started off as a nine to fiver working at a big girl engineering job, and now she's full time in her business. It's been less than three months since she joined her program. So, super stoked to share her story. Abby, you know, it's great to have you here. Uh, essentially what I just want to do is just dive into your story because you have a very unique background where you went the traditional route, like you did what you're supposed to do. And then you eventually got to a point to where you're like, wait, this isn't exactly what I wanted. Uh, and I think that there's so many people out there that are finally waking up, you know, around the 25, 26, 27 age range where like, wait, I did what I was told the whole time. And now I'm left with this terrible situation to where I don't want to be in and just feeling unfulfilled. But what's unique about you is that you recognize that and you pivoted fast. You didn't wait. You joined PTBI right away. You quit like three weeks later and uh, you left a, a pretty high paying salary. Like, I feel like any normal person would be like, what are you doing? Like you're, you're ruining everything. Right. But it's paid off for you in such a tremendous way. So I kind of just want to dive into your story and uh, share that with our people. Okay. So kind of just like start in the beginning. So like I went through like I did like the normal thing like went through high school and then went immediately to college like stayed kind of close to home because like that's how my family was it was kind of expected like family first kind of like stay oriented to that and like make sure we're still doing family dinners things like that and just kind of working towards just making my own family and that's just the life that it was um and so I just like I went into engineering for all the wrong reasons to begin with and I mean when I was like 18 I didn't even know what I wanted to do at that point um but like I was starting to get into fitness. I mean, I was, I'd always played sports. And so like I found bodybuilding at like 18. And so I got pretty serious about it and like started learning more and more about it. And as I was going through school, it kind of got to the point where it's like, all right, I got to like do this as quick as I can all my homework assignments so I can go to the gym so I can go hang out with everyone at the gym and like watch more YouTube on like the gym, watch more nutrition on that. Um, and so it was kind of like, I was falling behind a little in school. I still kept a pretty good GPA. I think I got like, I don't even know how that worked out. I got like a three, six or whatnot. Probably made some people mad. But <laughs> so like I graduated with that and last December is when I graduated and I kind of got to the point where I was flipping out because trying to find a job in COVID was so, so stressful. And somehow I got one. I kind of knew that it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. I was doing electrical engineering and I started my online coaching business at the same time, actually. And I was doing it in January. I, I had, what, I had like two clients. And so I was like doing it on the side, just like helping them out. And it was so exciting. I just like do it on my lunch break and help them out and just like talk to them as much as I could. And I caught like, as soon as my business started getting a little bigger, because I think when I joined PTBI, I got, I was at maybe six, maybe six clients. And so I could kind of tell like my time was going more towards that, like making them resources, just connecting with them as much as possible. And so then like I joined your community, met everyone on there, just like saw everyone doing all these big things and was like, shit, this is, this is actually what I want to do. I actually want to make a life out of this. And then I was really slacking off on work and it was getting kind of bad. So I kind of like decided, like I knew I wanted to quit, but I didn't think I'd quit until the fall. And so then, I don't know, someone else posted in the group, like I'm quitting my job. And I'm like, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. I want to do that. I never really wanted to work corporate. I never identified as a corporate person just because 
I'm not like, I don't even, I never even fit in engineering to begin with. And so I was like, all right, fuck it. And I quit and here we are. But now I'm at, I'm at 26 clients. I actually signed another client was not expecting that this week. So I hit 7k this month. I wanted to, like, my goal was 6k. And then you're like, all right, let's hit 8k. So I'm like, all right, let's try to hit 8k. And just like kept doing a bunch of DM outreach, like connecting with people and just like planting those seeds. And so from there, like I had other people reach out to me and then I signed someone. It was like the easiest thing ever. I love but- it. I love it. Congrats on 7k. That's uh, is that more <laughs> than you were making at your corporate job? That's double. Wow. Amazing. So- Amazing. And you didn't even need a degree for it. You just went right in. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a ton of questions for you, right? Because I think uh, I want to start back when you were 18, because you said like you went into college where you didn't exactly know what to do. So like, why did you decide to go into engineering? And like, what was motivating you to even finish your engineering degree? Like, because obviously it's engineering is not an easy, not an easy degree. And so there must have been something that was pushing you to finish. Was it like your parents pressuring you? Was it like internal pressure? What was that? Uh, definitely internal, but also just, I am such a people pleaser. That's like one of the things I've worked on internally a lot to get over just because throughout my entire life, it's like, oh, you're expected to play sports. You're expected to be the best in this. You're expected to like learn an instrument. You're expected to be on honor roll. You're expected to do this club, this club, this club, this club. And then you better get like a 4.0, like better be working towards whatever I don't even know what it's called. The highest ranking in your class or something like that. Dean's um, list? I don't Honors know. list? It has a name. I don't, I don't know. It's like so. Oh, valedictorian. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't even matter. And so I'd always just be basing like my happiness on what people thought of me. And so based off that, like everyone thought I was smart. Like I was like some mathematical person who always was doing this. Like I love cars. I still love cars. And so my dad was an engineer. And so it's kind of like, all right, you're supposed to be a mini me. And so I was like, all right, I guess I'll do engineering and like go towards that. I'm good at math. So why not? And I knew it was high paying job. And so I was like, all right, I will have security doing this. This is what is expected of me. This is what people do. You go to school, you get a job like that. Cause where I went to school, you either went to college to be a doctor to go into business and do who knows what, or you do like engineering, like some kind of technical degree. And so I just kind of went that way. And it, I mean, it wasn't bad. Like I had a bunch of friends and so it was always like, oh, college is hard. You're supposed to hate your life. Ha ha. Like, let's go drink alcohol and just pretend it's fine. And so I was like, this is normal. This is fine. And just kind of pushed myself through it. But yeah, I kept trying to other fun classes too to like make up for it but yeah so when was the wake-up call honestly it's it's kind of weird because it happened when I was on an internship which I actually loved the internship I loved working there and it was actually in Akron Ohio where I am right now and so I kind of loved working nine to five then but I realized I started making friends here that were super into fitness that's when I met my boyfriend too and like he's very into bodybuilding too and so having that around me and seeing that he also is working on businesses, he also wants to pursue all of these other things. And then I was getting more and more into social media and seeing other people doing things. And I was kind of like, 
it kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone because I was one, four hours away from my family. So they weren't like as much of an influence on me. I love my family. So I'm not trying to like say anything about that. Um, but it kind of like made me realize that I'm not near my family. I don't have to do this. Like that is completely irrelevant to what I want to do. It has no impact on me. And it kind of made me realize, cause like I was alone and when I was just sitting in my room alone, I was like, what, what am I doing? Am I actually happy? I just kind of sit there and stare at a wall sometimes be like, okay, so I guess I'm going to go to the gym today, but what else am I going to do? I don't, I don't know. It's kind of, that was like the wake up call where I was like, I don't know what I want out of life. And I kind of questioned changing my major at that point. And I talked to my dad about it and he's like, you just have to finish it. Like, cause it was junior year. I had three semesters left. You, you just have to do it. You, you're already here. You need to do it. You need to finish it. Cause he paid for my school. Like he's amazing, paid it for all of my school. So it's kind of like, I have to do it. I'm stuck. So. Yeah. Well, that's, that's pretty incredible. So you had that wake up call. I'm assuming that you just finished it. You're just like, all right, let's just get out of the way and like just bust it through it. But at what point did you realize like, I actually want to start online coaching? I kind of wanted to then, but it was the whole I'm not good enough kind of thing. And so then when I started going through like a bodybuilding prep, more and more people were like, oh, you're actually serious about this. You actually kind of know what you're doing. And so then more and more, I just got into learning it. And it was pretty much like last semester, mainly when I was talking to Jen, I was, Jen Butters was coaching me and she like brought it up at one point. She's like, yeah, like I'm looking to hire an assistant coach. And like, I think you'd be really good at it, but you need to get into it more. And her saying that kind of like, I started picturing myself as it. And I'm like, you know, I could actually be a really good coach. Like I love helping people. I'd help my friends out a lot just because they'd like ask me questions here and there. And like, I'd get way into depth in it. And they're like, can, can you like tone it down a bit? And I'm like, oh, sorry. Like I was trying to like give you all the information. And then from there, when I did start coaching in January, whenever I'd be doing check-ins, I'd notice how excited I would get just one, seeing people's progress when they are progressing. I'm so much more excited than my own progress. Um, and just like helping people, it just, it fills you up inside. So. I love it. So what did your uh, friends and colleagues and family say when you, you know, decided to go this other route? Cause online coaching is still pretty new. And I feel like for a lot of people who go the college route, they're like, they think it's like a scam or they think it's like, you know, this facade or like, they don't under really, really understand it. So what did it feel like to remove yourself from that way of thinking and from that crowd and place yourself into something new that they don't understand? People think I'm insane. That's pretty much what it is. I still get it. Even my family is like, yeah, you can go back to this. You have the degree and they're kind of, they're kind of just like waiting for the curtain to fall for like life's completely hit me in the face and for it to kind of fail in a way, not to sound bad, but there, my dad, the thing he said is like, you're young. So if you fail, it's not a big deal. You have no one depending on you. So I guess you might as well go for it now. It's pretty much what he said. I mean, I guess, sure. <laughs> Why not be successful at it too? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, I don't plan on failing. Like it's only been going up from here and I'm just going to keep putting more and more work into it, but there's still people kind of I can tell people think I'm a joke right now. Sometimes when I talk to people from my hometown, they're like, 
oh, so you're a personal trainer now. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, you can call me that, but I'm literally a life coach. I'm a health coach and I am doing so much better. I'm so much happier. I have free time and I'm helping people every single day instead of staring at a computer. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And you're making good income too. Yeah. Literally double than what you were making doing the other, the other job. Um, but my question for you is when you were getting started, you had six clients before you joined PTBI. Mm-hmm. What inspired you to join PTBI? Why, why not just continue doing it on your own? The fact that you and Jen believed in me, I hadn't really had that. I mean, I've had people believe in me, but it was always just like, oh, you're doing a good job. You're doing what's expected. But you guys actually believed in me and saw that I did have a fire in me to do that. I had the determination. I had the skill set. And just like, I kind of needed the push. And it made me realize, like, when you reached out to me, I was like, I actually do want to do this. And it kind of terrified me. And now I'm kind of like learning, like, my gut immediately knows if it's a good move or not. And so like, after talking to you, I was like, it feels right. It feels like a good time. This is something that I do want to do. I want to get more and more into fitness. Like fitness is my dream. I want to help people. And I don't know, at that point, the money didn't even matter either. Cause I just, I made it happen. I was like, money is going to come and go. And it's an investment into my dream, into my life. So just yeah. went yeah, if I remember specifically, I don't even think you had the money to invest. You were like, I'm going to go find it and I'll call you back. And I was like, all right. And like the next day you're like, yo, I went to the bank. I got this thing figured out. Let's get this thing going. I'm like, okay, cool. This girl's, this girl's about it. Um, but, you know, you didn't expect to quit your job so fast, right? You went from zero to 5K in your first month and you're like, I just made more in my job than, oh, I just made more in my business than I did in my job. So like, how long did you have to think about quitting? I'm guessing it was probably an impulsive thing, but like, what did it feel like to leave, you know, the benefits? Everyone talks about the golden handcuffs, right? Where it's like, they have you enslaved, but you got all these benefits and you got security and you got, you know, paychecks coming in. So what did it feel like to walk away from that security and go into the unknown? It's still kind of scary. And I'll be honest, I still haven't figured out health insurance. (laughs) And so I'll like, think about it sometimes and like, you know, this probably isn't a good thing what I'm doing right now, but I honestly just don't care. Like I can tell I'm so much happier. I feel so much more free and I have the opportunity to, well, one, I literally just have to sit down and figure that out. But um, two, I have the opportunity to do whatever the heck I want. Like I don't have to stay in Ohio. I, I was actually looking at apartments in San Diego today. Yes. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't have to stay here. I don't have to be on my desk, nine to five. I don't have to drive 40 minutes to my job, then drive back 40 minutes, make it to the gym, then get to my clients. And I don't have, well, I don't have to have a dress code either, which is really nice. I don't have to like sit there and do that. But I noticed how much my stress has decreased in the aspect where I'd be overwhelmed, just staring at my computer, being like, what does my boss want me to do? if I'm not doing this right now, like, what is my boss thinking? And it kind of just, I got off track, (laughs) but just like breaking out of that. What was I answering? Um, What was it like to leave the security of your job and venture into the unknown? Yeah. So, I mean, it was terrifying, but 
I don't know, just not having the expectations of being there. Just, I don't know. I always, in engineering, I kind of felt like I didn't belong there. I was an outsider. And so while, yeah, losing the benefits kind of sucked, it just, in the scheme of things, having my time, having my life back is so much more valuable than health insurance, than having a 401k just like slowly building for myself. Because in the long run, I'm going to be making more and can set myself up more financially successfully on my own with my own free time, with my own happiness than being stranded in a nine to five. Yeah. I love it. I love it. What do you think is uh what do you think that you would say to someone who's listening to this podcast or watching the YouTube video while they're at work, let's say that they're in a nine to five and they got the little sidebar opened up where they're listening, where they're supposed to be doing their Excel spreadsheets what, what advice would you give for someone who's on that cusp and, and was in a similar situation that you were in? Burn the boats because you're never going to feel ready. I still didn't feel ready when I did it. I think I cried for two hours before I talked to my boss before I was going to tell him I was going to quit. And then I cried for another two hours after I did it because I felt so bad. But it's there's never going to be a right time. You're never going to have enough money. But the thing is, you're never going to make enough money if you don't have the push that you depend on that. Yeah. No, it, that, that is a very interesting thing. Cause I, I hear, I hear the same thing all the time. Cause it's like, okay, cool. You're making like two grand a month and you want to make 10 grand a month, but in order to do that, you need to make this investment, but you won't have the money to save up making two grand a month. And so it's like, you're kind of like locked. I always say the best thing is just credit. Like just get credit, get a loan, get make the investment pay it off over time your income will grow it will all be okay mm-hmm. right um anything else that you feel like you want to share with the people i think you just kind of gotta like go for your dreams like the biggest thing i've learned as i've got i mean i'm not even old i'm 23 but <laughs> as i've just like gotten out more and more on my own is that whatever is supposed to happen is going to happen. And you can let time keep passing and saying, what if I had done that? What if I had done that? But whatever your gut is telling you to do something, you feel something is right. It's terrifying, but you want it. That is your dream. You just, you have to go for it because everything else is going to fall into place. Money always comes when you're doing what you love, when you are being a good person, like money is going to work out. It's going to come and go, but that time is never coming back. So you might as well use it for what you want to do and actually live the life you want to live instead of just wishing pretty much. So what's next from you? I know you said that you were uh, looking at apartment San Diego. You just hit a 7k month. What's, what's the next goal for you? Um, next goal is pretty much. I want to hit 40 clients. I want to hit 10k months. I am hoping August is a 10k month next. Well, honestly, next month, we're going to try for next month is going to be 10k. Um, but I really want to push myself more and more out of my comfort zone. So I'm looking to move to San Diego in September. I am getting an Airbnb for two months just because I don't want to move all my stuff. I hate moving. So I'm not ready for that, but I'm making myself move out there. I mean, I say making, that's what I want to do. Like, this is the dream that I'm living, but I'm ready to just like be more and more collaborative with people, like be in the bubble of everyone just pursuing their dreams and fitness, have other people influencing me to push myself harder and harder instead of just sitting in this room all day being like, oh, this is what I want to do, but no one's pushing me to do it. So putting myself there, getting a raccoon, (laughs) 
<laughs> and I'm kind of excited because I'm planning on driving across the U.S. and just kind of immersing myself in my life and just fully experiencing everything that's going on. Like I have the freedom, I can travel and still help people along the way, like see what experiences come. And I don't know. That's freaking crazy. Cause you joined our program in February, 2021. And from February to now September, which is just two months from now at the time of this recording, you will have quit your job, moved across the country, started your business, meet a whole new people, like completely radically change your life. So I'm, I'm super excited to hear, hear about that. And I'm honestly excited to hear where you go from the years to come, because I can see your success continue to go up and up and up. Yeah. Yeah. What well, honestly, I realized end goal a few years ago, I thought about it, but end goal is I want to open a restaurant and like incorporate fitness into that. So still working towards that. And I feel like San Diego would be a good place for it. Definitely. Definitely. Well, I don't, I, unfortunately, I don't have a course on how to open up a restaurant, so I can't help you with that. Uh, but I will a hundred percent support you in that dream. And if you open one up in San Diego, I'll be there every single day, <laughs> every day. I'm going to hold you to it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Abby, thank you so much for taking the time to chat everyone who's listening. See you next time. Peace.